The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. back to another episode of Podcasters, the D&D tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Uh, I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony, as always. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much. Hold on. This light's a little too bright, I think. Hold on. Drop this a little bit. Whoop. Hold on. Let's get that fixed. Oh, a little better in my eyes. This in the intro. Oh, it totally is. What's up, guys? Like you said uh what's going on dungeon master anthony setting up this uh, i'm rearranging the layout here because i'm trying to make sure that uh when i need to we are, have the most efficient pr- uh, efficiently produced show uh as possible got a table back there got the lighting over here got a giant monitor here trying to rearrange stuff oh well but uh hopefully with the next year with the new year coming up we're gonna have a uh more of a TV show as a TV show isk aesthetic coming to you guys. But till then, we're just uh five guys playing Dungeons and Dragons and having fun over Zoom. And uh so I got these awesome players, and where we last left off, they were stuck in the Feywild. Nope, that's what happens when you follow magical creatures into tall grass and you don't know where they go. Uh we had uh I followed Fix. I did not follow some crazy creature. I tried to find my friend who it crawled into the grass. A crazy creature. That is true. <laughs> I mean, I guess Fix would be. Yeah, Fix would be a crazy creature a bit. But you're right. Remus didn't follow uh, the little Augie, as we found out that they were called. Um, he had followed Fix, and in turn, Howard had followed Remus. And in turn, Azoth waited a bit to follow Howard, resulting in a um, a dilemma where some of our players and our, some of our party ended up at the uh, oasis in this magical fae-looking forest wooded area at different timings. While here, we had uh, <laughs> we had uh, Howard, Finks, and Remus try to ascertain what the point was of this oasis and when finding out about uh, the properties that it's guarded by a magical green warden Howard Howard did what Howard does and Howard attempted to um, improv the warden. it what? <laughs> draw out the warden yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean and you didn't do it in the most subtle of ways either Actually, if there was a subtle way to drown, to attempt to drown a little Velociraptor-like creature, it, you did it pretty subtly. You were just like, don't mind me, don't mind me. Cool. <laughs> Here. <laughs> you, you attempted to. Um, upon being uh, knocked into the, uh, into the water and seeing a skeleton-like uh uh, skeleton like vi- vision because you really didn't touch it so you don't know if it was real or not uh, the rest of the uh, Finks and Remus ran over to pull him out and upon doing so they 
ended up leaving the Oasis looking for something else. Finding themselves at the Willow of Souls, run by uh, Alden. Let me make sure I grab his name right. Uh, the Willow of Souls, speaking with uh, Alad, a giant 10-foot-long, 3-foot-thick, round uh, fey caterpillar. They stay the night with him. Finks uh, tried to what you try to do, what you guys, you're trying to find a bargaining to find a way to go home and you were given a task to go stop some Fomorians, but you attempted to use uh, Lucky to see if he would uh, be there as a char- as essentially a little bit of a patron for him. Fortunately, Alid didn't want Lucky, but let you guys journey off after spending the night in the Will of Souls uh, to go upon your task, saying that he would send you guys back to where you came from if you completed the task of ceasing and stopping the Fomorians as they were causing havoc amongst the uh, Feywild for him and the rest of the forest. And it would uh, do a great favor for the Green Warden. Upon upon before leaving, I do that's right, do remember, Howard attempted to crawl up and found a pod of a cocoon-like casing that supposedly held Jarrell. And after trying to cut into it and stab it, he fell off and almost fell to his death down and off of the entire willow as they were a couple hundred feet up in the air. He uh, quickly used his little pendant of Featherfall and safely landed the help of some guidance on the platform party uh done with the will of souls not uh not knowing really where else to go left the will of souls and headed back in the direction of the oasis if i'm not mistaken hopefully in the direction of fomorians not really sure of what they were supposed to do more this uh caterpillar alid gave you guys very little information it was like Go do this for me. While that all happened, Azoth popped up about two weeks later (laughs) or so, about a week or so later uh, into the future because, you know, time shifting. And he headed in the northern direction of the Fae and found a giant line of Fae creatures and Fae beings consisting of fairies and sprites and centaurs and um, satyr... um, satyrs that were in line for the turning of the seasons at glint uh glint sheer let me see where the fuck am i know or where the sh my notes uh let me get my name at um <laughs> at glint peak glint peak there we go am i not sure for this uh okay at glint peak so we pick up there, guys. As uh, Azoth had found out that his party was back in the other direction, facing the consequences of dealing harm to the Oasis, he transformed into a wolf and began making his way back. And the party was walking towards the Oasis. We'll pick up there, guys. Um, Azoth. Oh. 
you are six days out. Well, I recall it. You are six days out from where you pretty much had started and you are transformed into a wolf. Do you, are you doing anything? Are you listening for anything? Are you, what's, what's your purpose? What are you doing? I just, I, I'm trying to meet up with the, the party again. So I am listening for any familiar sounds or scents. If I can uh, pick up on a smell that is familiar, that's not of the, uh, the realm that I'm currently in. Um, if I, if I run into somebody else, maybe continue to get another wayfinder pointed in the direction of which I'm supposed to be going. Okay. All right. Um, make perception check to see what you see amongst your journey and see. Uh, eight. Eight. Uh, For the first two or three days, you don't really hear anything more about these newer travelers entering the forest. You know that you've heard people talk about how there was a punishment dealt upon to them, but no one has said what exactly had happened. Uh I'll say for that was two days. I'll say make two more perception checks to see how much you gain within the knowledge of your days more. If there's anything else you wish to stop, ask, do look for along your trek to get to the rest of the party. Let me know amongst this. First roll was a nat 20 plus seven. So it's a 27. Uh, Then uh, 17. 17. Perfect. Um. Oh man. All right. Shoot. Uh all right. So what you do know as of now is that they were dealt and issued a death quest for a horrendous crime that the the one the one pixie that you see as you're running, you quickly had stopped in between your beast shapes, bamped into uh, being a, or not bamped, um, shaped back into you, Azoth, all bone, bony face and all that kind of stuff. Uh, taking a quick breather, grab a little bit of a pack of rations or chewing on it. Breathe in, probably pull out your book, looked over some scrolls, just be like, what the hell? I don't know where to go. You hear one of the pixies that goes, did you hear? Did you hear? They're charged. A death quest. A death quest hasn't been issued in, in 700 years. He, he, I can't believe he, he let them He let them go. And it flies off. And it wasn't even speaking to you. It's more or less it came by, gossiped to someone else, and zipped by. Um, is uh, uh, whatever it was gossiping to, is that creature still around? Can I see it? Can I... Uh, you see that there is uh, a couple of the creatures it spoke to. It just kind of like popped in, spoke real quick too. So it's still there. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So <laughs> to the to the, I want to ask the group of creatures. I uh, say, you know, uh, sorry, uh, death quest. So like, are, are are they on a quest to kill something, or are they on a quest to be killed? 
Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and you see the thing it was speaking to was a smaller creature about the size of a halfling. And as it starts talking, it is speaking faster than you're normally uh, used to hearing. And you actually have to take a moment to try to really understand what it's saying. Um, this little like halfling creature is uh, very fey and fey and look with the nice elven pointed ears and has this luster to it. And when it moves, it kind of is a little blurry as it's trying to stay contained. Looking around at you, oh, well, that's quest. Um, uh, uh, the, the, I'm so sorry. I lost <laughs> your, what was your question? You asked it. Are, are they on a quest to, to kill something or is this a quest for them to be killed? Ah, ah, uh, sorry, a scatterbrain, uh, a death quest. A death quest is, is a charge issued, uh, when, when, uh, an impossible task, an impossible task, it was that really good luck with it. They should probably die. They're probably not going to come back alive. But, uh, it, it's a, it's an alternative to a punishment, uh, a punishment of death to be issued. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like a quicksilvery movement where it's like moving and it's like, it, its body is there, but like it's like its elbows keep kind of like blurring as it's moving around very quickly. And uh, who, who, I try, try and like, you know, re, re. it's, it's this, this, <laughs> it's a, it's a he <laughs> okay. and it's trying to keep up with you, but it's more like the innate Just his creature. Fear. It cannot. So it's trying to. Who issues the quests? Well, I, anyone can issue a death quest. Um, this one, unfortunately, unfortunately, was issued by the Green Warden. Uh, they probably would be, wouldn't have been better off just fighting it and kill, letting it, letting themselves be killed themselves. But uh, who knows? Maybe they're stupider than we all thought. Uh, who knows? <laughs> the Green Warden again. Where can I find him? Can I find him? Is there a way to like signal him? Can we uh, uh, put a flare up in the sky or something? <laughs> Uh, just to, just to make it easy to understand. So I'm not speaking, speaking too much. Um, uh, let you know that. Yes, you can find the green warden. It's, uh, he patrols the. The. He patrols. The, uh, Fay woods. That is, uh, and it kind of turns around to the back from where you came from. Uh, he patrols the Fay Woods. You can find him there. Um, good luck calling him. Usually he just finds you, or he, usually he just finds trouble when it's there. He patrols the forest for uh, dangers harming it. Because of such a high twenty, because of such a, a natural twenty, the creature also slips and says he has been currently busy dealing with the uh, the frigid snap. But apparently, these three individuals pulled his attention, which he will not be happy about. Um, okay how far away is the forest from me forest is I mean looking off 
it's one of those like it's far off in the distance like you kind of you could see it but as you kind of like peer over the land that you're gonna have to travel it's about a day or two do you ask any more questions concerning stuff yeah uh, yeah uh, so does the, the the green warden only is he only protecting the forest or does he come if there's any innate signs of danger or harm here like in the vicinity or um let you know that he stays only in the forest does not leave the forest he is charged to protect the forest and it is his only concern and it is an important concern that's the thing an important job he is its guardian that's what he's meant there to do um all right one more question and then i think i'll know what i need to do yeah Uh, so when when i first arrived uh however long ago that was um there there was a sound that was quite not so much like thunder but like somebody really really big was walking around uh it sounded like it was coming uh, from behind where I, I came in, so maybe like towards the north. Um, any idea what that could have been or h- how far away the, the the cause of that is? Do you guys have like a volcano or is it, you know, something else? No, those would be giants. Okay. I'm sure we'd be able to see them if, if they're... Yes, yes. You can see them. Um, actually, I know, I know what I did wrong. I don't have my map of the Fae. That's where I'm going. I'm trying to look at my notes for where I had Glint Peak on a map. Um, let you know that, uh, they are, the giants are north of the Fae woods and, um, come out primarily, uh, through tunnels and like a mine mining system. I mean, one second, let me see if I can, if I can snatch my map and the fey woods are where the green guy is is that what he said yes the fey woods the fey woods are where the green guy is all right let's see that one guys i'm gonna find you guys i'm gonna do something you're not finding us i'm gonna Hey Anthony, can I cast pass without a trace? Hundred percent, cast. Pa- you cast pass without. A trace. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I have no idea where my forest map is, but I feel like I what, it's all good. Weasley and Harry Potter. I'm like so close, but I just can't see you. I got to find like Dumbledore's light to get to you guys. <laughs> but um, all right. Uh, okay, so I, I'll thank the, uh, the the creature for his time, and I will start to make my way towards the uh, the Feywoods. All right. Um, they, uh, you find out that the uh, the Fomorians are a uh, as he does let you know. Ask about the giants. Fomorians uh, have uh, tribes that mine uh, the minerals underneath the earth. And they employ the services of other uh, creatures to help with that and will employ the services of various um, humanoid folk that they trap to 
scour uh, to scavenge and uh, collect resources for them. Okay. All right. Go towards the woods. Go towards woods. Um, I want you to make a. How are you? Tra- are you B shaping or what are you doing? So are you just kind of tracking now by foot or? Yeah, I think I'm just going to go on foot for for a hot minute for now. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold on to my uh, wild shape for a minute. Okay. All right. Let me see. Do I smash this? Hmm. Let's see if I drew this up. So if I did. It's all good. All right. So you um you stay in human form and you start your trek uh south in the southern direction back to where you originally came in where the Fay Woods uh kind of broke open into this uh rolling fields with a line of pixies and fairies and fey wildlife that are going the other way back. Which by the way. There, that constant motion step of walking has not, has not stopped. Everything in line still is that constant, just, I'm going to walk, I'm going to walk forward, I'm going to walk forward. All right? Okay. All right. So, I'll leave it there. We pick up with their party. Um, I don't know if Remus is still here, but uh, Finks, Howard, and Remus, you guys left the Willow of Souls. And you guys are walking in a eastern direction, western direction. Where are you guys headed to specifically? Where are you guys? What's the goal for you guys? Uh, back to the oasis. So I, I'd imagine we'd just kind of follow the way we came. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you are walking, make survival checks. Azoth, make a survival check for me, too, by the way. I got a 12. Good. Survival. 19. Good. All right, cool. 16? 14. 14? Okay. For all intents and purposes, Remus rolled a natural 20. (laughs) That's where you guys are using? That's where you guys are using the blessing? That's oh, no, where that's know. where the auto twenty is gonna come in. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak for him. Nope. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So you guys are making your way towards um, the direction of the oasis. Mm-hmm. You guys had just come from it, so it's not super hard to make your way back there. Uh, during um, the travels, Howard is gonna be mm-hmm. going through one of his books, and he's gonna pull out the crap. Which one was it again? The the book burning and rebinding. Um, and he's just going to kind of skim through it and kind of put two and two together. Uh, finally, that uh, we are currently in the Yule Grove, according to the descriptions of that book. And then eventually relay it to the rest of the party. All right. So you guys, um, Howard relays that over to you. Now, in the in the book that you had, did I describe the Yule Grove, really? Um, are you just trying to make the... No, it, it, I'm just kind of like make it more whatever, if, but you have, a, you have it as it's now a dead swamp, 
Um, it was the uh, it's, it is a fey oasis uh, known as Yule Grove, but has now become a dead swamp, and um, possibly inhabited by the Dark Father, which is a human witch. Okay, that sounds scary. Yes, but I, I think we should be fine. I haven't seen any liches around. A skeleton, but I think that was just my friend. I think we're okay. okay. Yeah, back in the water. He told me to go ahead and take care of the Augie. Oh, I didn't see a skeleton. You didn't see him? He was wearing a crown, yellow. I don't like the water very much. I didn't see Oh, I don't blame you. We should go visit him, though. Yeah. He has a crown. I'm definitely interested in that. Yeah. I don't know if he would let you take it, but by all means, go for it. He doesn't have to let me. There you go. All right, Fink says a little more of a upbeat step now. He's excited to go find some treasure. Sick. Um, you guys start making your way to. Um, oh, let's see. That's me. It's all good. I, I just saw the message. We're good. Um, you guys start making your way towards. This. Make a wisdom saving throw, both of you. No! Natural one. So seven total. Uh, wisdom save. 18. For me, Howard, headphones off for a sec. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yes. You begin to see shadowy figures out of the corner of your eye pulling from Howard's body. So like every time you kind of look, it's kind of like um like almost like a shadowy face like figure visage is like oh. and every time you try to look at it, it's not there. You're good. You begin to see this kind of just there. Howard, what was your wisdom save? 18 good man there is um there is a persistent now as you're kind of walking you're getting this persistent paranoia feeling it's starting to creep in again that there's something watching maybe coming to get you i don't know Hmm. it's it's getting it's it's the same feeling that you are feeling kind of like that nagging in the back of your head something's coming to get you Howard, you you lead the way now. I'm tired. Okay. Do you want to hop on my back? No. Okay, good, because I don't think I'm strong enough to carry you. Let's go. Um, Remus. <laughs> yes. Roll a wisdom save for me. Oh no. Oh yay! Hold on. Or please hold, rather. Uh, 17. 17. You're beginning to get this feel of paranoia that as you're walking between the trees and walking in the direction of the oasis. Oh, there's people again? There's something behind the trees staring, looking for you, looking at you. Every time you look, there's nothing there. And something coming to get you? Something wants to take you? Great. You don't know. You feel like something may be coming for you. 
So amongst that, you guys make another survival check for me as you guys keep uh, making your way. Oh, I did a good job. 22. Five. Five. Oh, wait, I'm not leading the way. Howard's leading the way. Uh Don't disregard my roll. I don't want it. Sad. Five? Five. Five? I guess we got a five. Yep. No, I want everyone else's real quick. I don't don't want to roll. You don't want to? I really don't, know. I got got a six. You got a six? Okay. Um, You guys start to get lost and through Howard leading the direction of just hearing this, something's talking to him. Something is something is getting and looking for directions and every time you begin to feel that you're going in the right way you begin to hear no not that way no not that way other way other way other way other way so you start to turn and then as you begin to walk they go you hear start to hear we're coming to get you you can't escape and you start to turn another way make another survival check from you guys as you're trying to trek your way through howard if you're leading it do it with this advantage please <laughs> okay 15. Oh, uh, 13. 13? I rolled a natural 20 on the other one. Oh, well, 13, it's good enough. And um, you begin to find, of course, yourself in the right direction, kind of looking over now. You see uh, far off a little bit over, you see the uh, giant stone structure that led up to the uh, part of the oasis that had the water flowing off of it uh, magically. Uh, as you approach about 50 yards out, make a perception check, everyone, to see what you see as you walk up to it. Can I stay at the tree line? Of course. Is perception check? 14. Oh, okay. So... Rolled a nine. Perfect. I got a five because I'm scared of whatever the hell is following me. Perfect. See. See. Perfect. Um, As uh, Roka, so Finks is waiting back by the tree line. Yes. Remus, are you staying back with Finks? Or are you walking up? Are you what, gonna keep walking? What is he do? Howard, what are you doing? Uh I was walking back towards the I guess oh. the structure with the waterfall. Yeah, you guys are walking towards the oasis. Finks, yeah. why did you stop? I can't talk now. What what does that mean? <laughs> Howard, go on ahead. Go on ahead. Oh no, no, I'm I'm concerned sure that you stopped okay? right here. I'm going to start looking around, too. Like, do I see anything following us, especially with feeling that something ominous is about to happen? Uh, make percep- or With the nine, no, you don't see nothing following you. Okay. I think we're okay, Finks. You sure you just want to stay here? Yeah. Okay. Go on ahead. I don't like this at all. I'll slowly go ahead, but I'll kind of keep an eye on Finks and Remus just to make sure that they don't lose my eyesight. Okay. Remus, you, you are you are waiting back with Finks. I'm waiting back. Okay. I don't I don't trust that Finks wants me to leave, so I'm waiting with him now. Got it. All good. Um, Howard, you begin walking up to the oasis. Uh, you don't see any Augies in sight. The water is crystal clear, blue. 
You can see from as you walk up to it, looking over, you can see right through. It's kind of like looking through glass. You could see the the pebbles and the stones and the uh, the padded kind of the structure, like the earth of the where it was kind of dug or this crater, like, like this this hole is. You see, standing, uh, sitting though, is a bench or sitting <laughs> on a bench though that was not there, is a figure. There's a bench that is car that isn't carved, but gr- looks like grown over tree branches and like thick, like like little branches, but like the thick, like freaking big. Uh, you know, like the bigger branches that are like bending out of the ground and bending over and come up and make this little bit of an arch of a back of it. And it looks kind of like druid crafted grown type of a thing, kind of a esque as if it came from like, it grew out of the ground itself and sitting on it is a, uh, a humanoid figure with uh, brown leathered, slacks pants uh with like some like uh slight tree bark armor kind of padded on it there's a bow to his left sitting just set there and there is a brown cloak over the back of the tree it is a half elf or a elf that you could see uh not half elf it looks like an elf figure is sitting down looking in the water, not even minding paying attention of you walking up on him. And you see sitting on his lap is a a green-bladed sword. Next to the sword is a small stone about this big, kind of almost like a water stone or was it a whetstone? Hello? The, the the figure looks up at you and you see its uh, hair is dark black, dark dirt, uh, brown. I really can't tell if it's dark brown, black, or uh, it meets this, um, this uh, caramel skin tone with the pointed ears popping out from between it. Eyes are blank slated eyes. Just white pupils and you can see the armor now on his chest is uh looks almost like a scale plating but of like green leaf leaf uh leaf foliage growth hi i have um seem to have gotten a little lost and i'm trying to find my way back could you possibly help me you hear a voice enter your mind as you go to speak as it goes to open its mouth you just hear it and it sounds not booming but stern and sounds like the voices of multiple it sounds like multiple voices of multiple um tones speaking at once you dare return yes Who are you? I'm sorry. My name is Howard, and you are? I am the Green Warden. 
Ah, you're the Green Warden. Perfect. I tried to summon you earlier, but you never showed. At that moment, I need you to make a duck save. Oh. <laughs> you guys uh, see okay. this okay. Uh, Howard speaking off to this, this creature. What you roll? Uh, duck save, 16. Sweet, not high enough. Think, should we help him? You guys see a tree sprout up from the ground behind him. And as it does, a vine. So it's cut like simultaneously as a tree sprouts up, you see a vine draped from the tree, hook itself around Howard's neck and pull him up. 20 feet high. That's a bit excessive, mate. Oh, no. Um, make again. a strength. I don't know if you want to make a strength save. As you feel the vine is now tightening. You shall uh, not speak. Gotcha. Roll the two. Two? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... Five points of damage as you feel this kind of. So I won't speak with my mouth, but I will talk in his mind if I can. I'd um, like and be to... like, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say while Howard's like starting to talk to this guy or this is transpiring, I'm trying to like sneakily make my way towards what's going on. Make a stealth check. Oh, can't say I sneak. Oh, I sneak. I stealthily oh, sneak. I don't care. Nat twenty. Boo yeah. on you. I'm not even a roll contestant. I can't. So sneaky. <laughs> let's let's know. just. Oh, so close to an at twenty, but not high enough. <laughs> just out of curiosity, uh, yes. if on my adventures is any of what's going on uh, causing a big enough commotion that there would be like birds flying or whatever going on that Azoth would notice to be like. I need to go that way. No. Um, okay. And it's more or less so Azod, just so just for his reference, so he knows what he's looking for, if that's what is happening. Your understanding is that their interaction with the, with the Green Warden happened days ago. Mm. Got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Don't worry. We got okay. this. I'm on the same page. Go ahead. Yeah. So you're pretty stealthily hidden, Remus. You uh, creep in between some of the trees and grab some of the local foliage, throw it over yourself, not seeing a barrel in sight. You're just like, I got to do this. I got to find another way to pull this. You see a bush and you're like, right there. Duck, tuck, rolled. You're in a bush and I'll, I could say you get probably within 50 feet of them. There's a bush behind uh, behind the Green Warden that you're just like, okay. Anthony, um, Finks is going to kind of sneak with Remus too. Okay. Kind of kind of further back and not as, you know, quickly. Yeah. Um, okay. I need you to make a, uh, you, you say you're trying to sneak too? Yeah. Uh, make stealth check. Okay. And I sent you a private message. Oh, I saw it. Okay, uh, 18. Perfect. Okay. You're trying to follow, you following in um, Remus's steps. You feel that yours may not have been as 
stealthfully done, but this 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 interaction looks like they're not paying any attention to you. Specifically, Remus, you know you're not being seen right now. You feel pretty damn good. <laughs> I would like to sneak attack then with my daggers of psychicness. Make an attack roll. Oh, God. Before he does that, too, <laughs> we're just going to talk to him telepathically and be like, yep. maybe we should restart on a different foot. I think we got off to a bad start here. There is no restarting. You committed an act okay. of horror. I am here to deal justice. 25. Make another strength save. Nine. You take seven points of bludgeoning damage as you feel it, this vine constrict more. All right. You are now also like 20 feet up in the air dangling. Yep. Okay. Okay. 25? Yeah, 25. That hits. That hits. <laughs> that hits. I rolled a 19. I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry. I hope I nice. save Howard. Oh, God. 19 damage. Jesus. Have you guys not had an encounter since leveling up? Nope. I got sneak attack on that. Yes, you. D- I know you did. That's that's why I don't. Other other than that, that's. I know that's why I'm asking because that's a lot of sneak attack damage. It's an additional. Oh, um, God. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay. What level are we? You guys are fifth. Five. You guys are fifth level now. Are you sure we're not sixth level? Oh, I'm sure you're not sixth level. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we hit eighth last time. Gordon guys probably with a lot of experience though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How much damage you do? I did. Oh god! Now I have to do the math again. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Uh, am I allowed to bonus action him or? I'll let you bonus action real quick. It's not another sneak attack though. Yeah. Sure. As part of your quick action. Uh, Actually, or, I, re- I retract that. I'm going to bonus action pull out one of my barrels and just have a barrel appear in a bush. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, <coughs> yeah. That's, so, boom, you're, you are... Uh, a barrel in a bush. Barrel in a bush. There we go. What are you doing, Howard? Um, after I see he gets hit, I'm going to reach down if I can and shoot two Eldritch Blasts at him. Make an attack roll. All right. Uh, where am I? Okay. So there really is no initiative here. This is just uh, okay. this is this is just reacting in the moment. All right. So twenty four for the first one, and twenty three for the second one. They both hit. Uh, and you make two strength saving rolls. By the way. Okay. Uh, see, 10 damage on the first one and 12 on the second. And then you said wisdom saving throws? Strength. No strength. Uh, As you, 17 on the first, with seven every, on the second. With every energy of blasting, mm-hmm. uh, this, the, uh, your Eldritch Blast, you feel 
even in between the uh you take fifteen points of damage Oof. as this is getting tighter on your neck. Yep. Howard's looking a little rough. You guys see him now take a moment and he does a almost like a prestidigitation. I know I I butcher that. (laughs) And uh, where he kind of had these blasted scorched marks on his on his chest you see uh some new grief uh, some new greenery has grown over it as he now looks up and points his hand at you and starts to squeeze his hand vader style strength save fifteen oh wait hold on it's cocked <gasps> that's an at twenty Ooh. So 18 points of strength damage. Sweet. As you so, feel the <laughs> on your neck. And Howard is gonna be like, you son of a <laughs> He's out. You out? I'm out. Uh all right. The minute he senses that, he looks up at it. Remus, uh, because you can see out of the barrel. It's just an it's illusion magic. It's like uh, you you're you're looking out. You can see this uh this the green warden just let go of his hand, and the tree uh stays where it is. The vine breaks free, just snaps and kind of withers away. And Howard's body drops twenty feet. Two death saves. Is it two death saves? Or is it one? I'll say it's one. You you fail one death save as your body boom crashes and falls 20 feet limp on the ground. Yep. He then goes back and sits down on his bench. Picks up his sword, starts to starts to clean it with the water st- or starts to sharpen it. Can can Finks go over and, and give a power to uh, spare the dying real quick? Um, does it have to be touch? Yes. Does? You can certainly try. Yep, I, I go do that. Okay. While Finks is uh, like I, I assume I can see Finks approaching. Mm-hmm. I wanted sneaky by the way. Yeah. I, I, um, I want to use prestidigitation to make some sort of like rustling or like sound behind the warden the opposite way of Howard and Finks throw it give me a deception check Jeez. add your uh, spell casting modifier for it yes. which I think is I think it's charisma we go through those all the time yes. it shows charisma So that's going to be 18. You see him uh, turn around and to 
looking, he goes to look in your direction for where the daggers came from, and then he quickly hears a, a noise. Uh, in that moment, he as he's as he gets up off of the bench, he starts to walk over towards part of the tree line from behind him off to the other uh, direction from where Finks is walking from. Not paying I have him. a question. Yes. Does he take his sword? Oh, yeah. No, his sword's... His, yeah, he's not leaving that there. Did he okay. take his whetstone? Ooh. Whetstone, um... Might be regular. Might be special. He leaves it. <laughs> leaves the whetstone, but he walks over to where this noise is coming from. Uh, in what the tree lines. He's... Walks off about 25 yards into the direction north near the tree lines where there's a bush or something that this rustling noise came from. Howard, death save for me, man. Six. Howard's looking hurt, guys. (laughs) Well, now you can go save, spare the dying him at least. Mm -hmm. At this point, thinks you run up, tap. Yay. Spared the dying. Okay. He's um, out, though. What do you do after you tap him with it, though? Do you stay there, or do you kind of book back? Um, no, I'm, I'm going to start approaching the bench. Okay. You see, begin to approach bench. You're only about 10 feet from the bench. Okay. Yeah, I'll go sit there. Okay. Wait for him to come back. Okay. I'm observing all of this from the barrel. Got it. Actually... I'd like to, I want to call it like Bugs Bunnying, but I basically just want to pick up my barrel and try it, try and move to a closer bush to the bench. Actually, no, I'll just, I'll pop the barrel off and then I'll sneak there and bonus action hide. You can move with the barrel okay. if you wanted to, but the barrel has been used. The one, yeah. one of the, one of them has been expended. So do you, do you going to keep it going? Or are you trying to just, dis- how long does it last? Um, I didn't put a, I didn't put a time on it, did I? No. Um, I no, took it as a reaction. Like a minute? I'll say a minute. Yeah. It's not super, super powerful. It's a minute. Long. Uh, um, so I guess I'll continue to use this barrel then and make my way to the closer bush. You can, you can dispel it with an action. You can turn it off if you want, but if you wish to keep it, you got it for a minute. Put a note in it for me just so I yeah, can I'll, I'll make it an note. official. Um, what? I'll I'll dispel it and just go to the bush. Okay. So you dispel it and you uh, book it over to a different bush. Make another stealth check for me, please. Because unless you're not being stealthy. No, I am. Oh, yeah. Make another stealth check because you openly attacked and you're moving and. Uh, I must roll the die to. Oh, another nat 20. (laughs) This man, I, I. I don't know why he can't see me, but he can't see me. It's all the dream people. We're in the Matrix. <laughs> what is the Matrix? Can't He's wait, the John Cena of the Feywild. You quickly time it out, seeing the warden walk over to the uh, different bush. You seeing Finks look, uh, walk over to the bench. And just very skillfully timed, no, being used to the long game and not being used to hiding some of the uh, quickly shifting your hiding places. You uh, run, 
dive off of one bush, dispel the barrel as you guys, uh, Finks, you see a corner of your eye, a barrel kind of fly through the air and disappear as it as a uh, purple tiefling jumps and lands in another bush, making not a sound. <laughs> uh, you see at some point, probably a minute or so. How far away am I now? Uh, just so I know. You would be 25 feet behind the bench. Okay. And roughly at this point, 75 feet away from the warden as he has now turned around. Looking over at you, Finks, begins walking back over. Sits down. Uh, unless you're going to try and stop him, but he just not aggressively just sits down next to you. Looks over. He goes, you may come out. As you see all these little augies go hopping off from around the book, uh, from around the rocks in the other direction, come walking over and kind of just like, like little chickens, kind of like, you know, like the ducks that want to follow, like what's going on curiosity wise, just like his face is very stoic, very emotionless. And um, thinks you heard him when he says that. Okay. Remus, you wouldn't have heard that. Him say, you can come out. Uh, as these little oggies are running up and going, <laughs> come over to him. He starts petting just one of them. Do we see the, the one we were talking to earlier? Make investigation check. Or perception check as you're trying to see and look for him. Um, that is a 12. You do. You see, uh, the one come over to you and, uh, it takes a second as you're trying to look around for him and he, uh, comes walking over and up to around to your side and pops up on the bench over next to you and just kind of sits next to you and just. Okay. Can I give it the, um, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait this out. Okay. It, uh. The figure looks over at you and goes, I am sorry for your friend. Looking over at the body, goes, I am sorry for it, but, it, but he must die. As you begin to see thorns pop up and wrap themselves, going over the ground from where Howard's body is. And as it begins to like bind him in like thorny in like thorned uh, uh, um, roots and begins to kind of like tighten his body up and begin to like pull him into the ground a bit. Oh, shoot. He has done a great dishonor. There is only one punishment for this. Um, I'm gonna like try and just like motion him to the tree line where we came from and just kind of try to like walk and lead him who um, the, the warden the warden you're trying to just motion towards him mm-hmm. uh, and again as I said so these voices like how Howard heard like multiple voices all at once you're hearing the same thing and he's motioning you towards the tree line, so 
Persuasion check. Okay. With advantage. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, looking over at you and looking over at the little Augie next to you, you see a slight twinge like it pained him to try to smile, and he quickly stopped it. And walks over and follow you, and he begins to follow towards you. Show me what you will. All right, I'll uh, I'll bring him back into the tree line to where I am. Mm. Okay. Um. And yeah, I will uh, dispel the illusion. He looks over at as one of the uh, as what he thought was uh, referring to him as he sees it kind of fade away. And then I'll have the real Finks kind of pop out and, and apologize for being dishonest and deceitful. But I needed to know you were okay. Tricks and illusions are not one. Are not the smartest to play with. I understand, but the risk was great. My friend, something has happened to him. And I need your help. He can't die here. This wasn't his doing. Wasn't his doing. Did he not try to drown one of the creatures? He did, but he told me of something in the water, some sort of skeletal king with a very expensive crown that wanted the creature. I think something happened to him. Something with his mind. You can't that is... Go on. You, you can't kill him. He, he is not... He is not ready. He's not of his mind. You need to save him. That is not of my concern. With what dealings he made and with what, vis- with what visions he sees. Yet, he is not my concern. My concern is that he committed an act of atrocity. He attempted to take a life in a most holy of places. A place that I guard most dearly. Do you believe in the greater good, Mr. Warden? It is my job to protect this forest for the greater good. And an act brought upon, and an act of death and evil brought upon by an entity or a vision or something dark and malevolent, such as you're saying, should be dealt with swiftly. But what if I told you that is the only way we could meet you. And if we meet you, we can get rid of an even greater evil. One that really is at stake here. I understand the loss of life is tragic of one of these Augies. They're quite friendly. But there's a greater evil below called the Fomorians. And we need help. Without... Without our friend, we, we don't stand a chance against them. The Fomorians and the tribes to the north are a nuisance and are beginning to become more of a trouble. I know not what drives them in our direction. And alas, I am sorry. May your intentions have been dealt in in righteousness in your own in his own line of thinking 
uh, your friend's actions be dealt in as righteousness as an own line of thinking. Regardless, a punishment was due. I believe he was punished enough. Make persuasion check. What, okay, all right. While this is happening, while you make a persuasion, Remus, what's up? Thank you. So, <laughs> so at the, at the beginning of this this conversation, oh, yeah. I wanted to like because mm-hmm. you said he he took him to the tree line. So how far away did they go? Like 50, 75 feet, like further? They went back like to fifty yards to the tree line from where you guys kind of just first came in. Cool. Which, while Finks is leading him away, I would like to in barrel go to Howard. Hopefully stealthily, or at least like wait till they're about halfway to, to start moving. And then I'd like to give him a health potion. Okay. Um I'll let the yeah. Okay. Easily enough. You go over, you give him a health potion. Howard. <gasps> you get six hit points back. <clears throat> All right. Make Make a strength save, Howard. Oh no! Again? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, As well, here. Okay, let me say this one, Remus. You see that Howard is wrapped in thorny, thick roots that are Ugh. currently constricting his body and trying to pull him into the ground. Do you still wish to give him the health potion? Just to think about this. Uh, I, I mean, if I think he's unconscious, yeah, I'm still gonna give it to him. Still gonna okay. Fair enough. Okay. But then after that, you're going to see a barrel basically trying to carve roots. Yeah. Perfect. Like, I, like I'd want to go basically like the ground and his body. I just want to cut the base of all the roots around him. It's like they're still on top of him, but we're just cleaning. 100%. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. I love this. Um, sweet. So you are, what are you Ooh. cutting it with as you, you, you administer a health I, potion? My Shivanti cleric short sword. I'm not using the poison though, but it's a short sword. And it's cool. Fair enough. Howard, strength save, man. Okay. As uh, you I rolled uh, a 15 on that. <clears throat> not strong enough, unfortunately. Nope, that's fine. Um, now I have, after I leveled, gained a certain cantrip, primal savagery. Oh. So in my action of like waking up and realizing <gasps> I'm bound. Got it. Can I cast the primal savagery? So what happens is like I cause my teeth and fingernails to sharpen. And if I, I guess I can deliver a corrosive attack to it, but I can try to attack the thorns and rip them off of me or break them off of me. Yes. I will let that happen after you take two points of piercing damage as the thorns, as you, you, (gasps) you look over, you see a barrel on top of you. Um, kind of like, <laughs> which you, you see in the inside of a barrel, really, you see, you see Remus, which, so did you, um, you, uh, you, you disbanded the barrel when you dove, didn't you, 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 uh, disengaged it. You turned it off. Yeah. Are you, are you popping it up again? No, I'm just, I'm just here. Okay, so so you have Remus above you, cutting a little bit, um, and you are uh, pe- being pierced with these thorns pushing into you. Uh, 
make a constitution saving throw as the thorns piercing to per, pierce into your body. Okay. 14. 14. All right. Cool. All good. Sweet. So yeah, uh, with my little sharpened fangs and teeth and everything, just going to try to break the uh, thorns off of me. <laughs> ah. Ah. You, you uh, start to rip the uh that off is it an attack or is more like do you gain a uh, physical attack or what is it is an attack um oh yeah i got it's this a, it's a melee attack it's a melee attack mm-hmm. sick so is it what is it just um add it to your dc um well it's uh it's it's my regular i guess plus seven to attack and then on a hit it. it's 1d10 acid damage i see it i got uh, the giant actually TV on up. yeah on fifth level it's actually 2d10 so Oh, yeah, you guys are. Guys, remember, yeah. cantrip scale. Yeah, they do. Which, real quick, Mark, I, I know you're, uh, I don't know if you, if you knew that or not, because you really, you haven't been playing with much cantrips. Uh, cantrips, uh, so at, at levels, when you go to click them, they add dice at certain levels. So make sure you check that out. You're casting stuff. All right, Is that cool. a character level or class level? When character level. Cool. Yeah, yeah, character level. So every fifth, yeah. and then it goes up to 11th, and then 17th. Mm-hmm. So, uh, easy. I, I'd say that. Yeah, you whip it off, and you begin to uh, actually make attack roll. Pr- you probably can hit it. I'm. <laughs> yeah, twenty-two. Easily enough. You try to rip and roll damage just to see. All right. Uh, as you go to grab into, you have these claws, and you kind of go to tear. And with the precision attack, you don't cleave yourself with the acid damage, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, it's eight total points. With both of them. With the help of uh, Remus, which I'm not going to make you attack on it. It's just you cutting away with the sword. And with Howard ripping off, you, you begin to break free. Howard, I will say you notice that your feet and like below, like start, but like kneecaps and below mm-hmm. are roughly about a half a foot in the ground and being like pulled into the ground. Like you're kind of like being pulled, like pulled like in. So from okay. the root, so you're trying to like, you're kind of leaning up and it takes a moment to, to get up. Yep. While this is yeah. happening, Finks is talking to the warden. Does any, uh, Remus or Howard, are you guys doing anything real quick while this is happening? I would like to cast Tensor's floating disc <laughs> to try and help wedge Howard out of the ground, but also because I'm very paranoid of the ground now and want to be three feet above it. Yeah. Um, Smart. There we go. We got some people are playing D and D. I like this. Um, you uh, begin to cut, and as you're cutting, you uh, have a flick of your tail, kind of flip up, and um, start to do the somatic uh, incantations for a tensor's floating disc as you're cutting. And below you and Howard, uh, the disc and uh, breaks through the remainder of the bramble that is wrapping around Howard as he's ripping himself off. How long does your spell last for it? What is it? Tensors? No, uh, the claws. Oh, uh, um, that is, it's no. just one action, it says. Also, it just happens, do it, yep. and then that's it? Okay. Yep. Cool. Easy enough. You start to break free. Um, thanks. Are you trying to say anything else before the, before the ward it begins to look around? Yeah, um, so persuasion check, you said, right? Yes. Okay, that is a 14. 14. 
I'm sorry. And I understand it was with good intention. But no harm shall come to the oasis. And now that you are speaking to it, he is speaking to you directly. What I guess wasn't as booming sounding in in your ears is now a little bit more louder, a little bit more with authority. You hear a magnitude of almost like an overtone of voices. That's the word I was thinking about. You hear an overtone of uh, multiple Basian, uh, just full flow of just different male voices and even a female voice or something a little more feminine and sounding um, echoing through this intention into your mind. Okay. Um, um, Binks is going to cast the, the Maurergy spell and, and do the, the voice boom as well. And I'm going to hop up on a rock and, and get eye level with them. Okay. And say, I will not take no for an answer. This one, he is fully distracted by you at this moment, not noticing uh, Howard and Remus. Well, I'm sorry, but your friend is gone. He belongs to the Oasis now. Are you going to help us with the Fomorians or not? I plan to deal with them in my own time. I will not leave the forest unless they enter here. If you wish to go on a suicide run, that is your own choice. Very well. If the Fomorians enter here, you'll deal with them. I will. But as for your friend, he is mine. Or should I say, he belongs to the oasis. Fine. Um, turning around and over, he sees uh, now the disc floating over. Uh, you there, drop the body. Uh, Remus, you hear this voice echoing into your, your head as this uh, being is calling towards you. No? I'm just going to start floating away. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I didn't hear him. I'm just, like, floating opposite direction around the oasis, or, like... Perhaps I should try a different method. Because you said I didn't understand him, so I'm just pretending I still don't understand him. <laughs> um, beautiful. Nat 20. Oh, Remus. Well. Deck save. Okay. I hope for the best. All these trees. Come on. Man, he's got one job. And you guys, like, be more careful with Howard, guys. <laughs> That's right. I know. I'm using my side eye. Please. In Howard's defense, it was nothing personal. Yeah, I know, man. I know, but guess what? I you like <laughs> I have to do math. Hold on. Twenty-three. Um, you see another tree spout up right in front of where the disc is, 
And as the disc goes to push into it, you quickly dive off as you see another one of these uh, knotted noose of uh, vines lash up from it, just diving out as you're like, whoa, that would have hurt. I repositioned the disc under me and I'm floating again. Do you all have a death sentence? Death wish. Why did you do that? I yell from wherever I am as I just continue floating away. Leave I just the... want <laughs> I thought this was a safe place. I just want to see the pond. Then see the pond and leave the body. But it's not dead. Can we can I just pretend that I'll never come back again? Thanks. <laughs> you float away. <laughs> It looks over at you, Finks, and goes, he lives. I told you, no. Isn't your rule no harm supposed to come at the oasis? No harm shall come to the oasis and its inhabitants. You are all outsiders. Well, he was just reborn here because he was dead. (laughs) I did die. I just want my s- sentence. <laughs> Finish your sentence, Remus. What were you going to say? I just want to see the water. <laughs> Persuasion check for me. Okay. With advantage. Okay. How, Howard, would you have, sp- did you speak, that, was that just out of character? Or would, would, would you have been like, I just wanted to see this. Was that real? No, was- like... Oh yeah, no. Remus would, I guess, would have said that. But Howard, been like, I did serve my sentence. I did die. Twenty-three. Yeah. You see him look over at you, thinks. Please come with me. Maybe I acted irrational. You think? Um, I'm at, hold on here. Yes. I'm going to actually cast the silence spell on Howard. (laughs) After that outburst. You get a point of inspiration. Cool. 100%. (laughs) Finally, some sense. You guys should have shut him up sooner. Um, I'm going to hop off the rock and follow him. Uh, You walk next to him and you see that where he steps now, life just kind of uh, like prospers in him. Like with every step, there is, there is no indent and like deadened grass. The, the, the grass just kind of taking a look and it just kind of, it flourishes in his presence as he's walking it looks more illustrious, more full of life too. And as he gets walks up towards um, Remus, do you stop or are you still trying to walk walk off on the disc or float away? Real quick. Uh, I, I'd start. Well, he's walking right. with Finks. Hold, hold next on, to I have you. I have a few questions, and by questions I mean I need yes. to see what I know. I just typed spells into the search bar, and that means nothing for me. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. D and D Beyond. Next to actions, click spells. Yeah. 
So silence. I can't search it. Oh, you meant. Oh, so I can, I can read it for you real quick. Oh, is uh, it? So my, my question is, is it like a, an object or a point of it's place? It's a creature or object, 20 foot radius around them. You can't oh. hear or you can't hear or speak. No, no noise goes in. No, no noise goes out. So if he's on the disc with me, I can't really say anything or do anything either or hear anything. Not within 20 feet. Yeah. So you walk I, away from him, you're good. Well, we're on this. I'll just float us towards you guys thinking it's a point because I don't know the silence spell. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was kind of where I was at. I was like, do I understand this enough? Um, I mean, I say uh, you, you do understand. Yeah, you, under, you, you understand this because with you guys adventuring in a party, you would be familiar with each other's spells. By, by this point, at, so, at some point, you guys kind of get the gist of how each other's classes work. Um, be, you begin uh, floating your way back and kind of meeting. You're uh, slowly approaching the bench. As he walks over to the bench uh, next to you, Finks, he goes, please sit and let's speak. Okay. Looks over at you, Howard. Shut up. I turn off the silence spell, by the way. Oh, I was going to say, I'm going to telepathically talk to him and be like, um, telepathically, yes, I'll shut up. I won't say another word starting right now. I won't say another word. Go ahead. Exactly. Talk. You may talk. Useless on you. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. of Howard, it, it, does he eventually does stop messing with yeah, him? Yeah, I, I will okay. eventually stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't. So I'll say he's, I'll say just for to kind of like survey the scene. He's not the best. He's not the most excited that Howard is currently alive. He is looking at him really pissed off. Kind of like the, you should be dead right now. And if you don't be careful, you're going to become, you're going to, you are going to be dead. He's giving you this just like, you be quiet. But he's slowly, it's kind of like, he looks like he was worked up and he's slowly trying to remain and contain his composure and he's almost just fighting multiple uh just kind of like he's fighting himself make insight checks if anyone wants to twenty two nine he looks like he's kind of like fighting through multiple voices in almost like multiple personalities kind of trying to speak out and he's there is a death charge owed he should be dead yet you saved him looking over at you Finks I don't miss much in the forest and the Augies do like you. So I'm willing to give you a task for his life. Okay. What kind of task? It is not no eager. It is not no easy task by any means. And one that You probably won't survive, which is why I'm okay with letting him walk out of the oasis alive. 
I look over to Howard. Is he worth it? He'll make it worth it. I think I'm worth it. Yellow coat man. Tree man. Bite your tongue. He's being very serious. He's looking very, very <laughs> fucking serious at you, Howard. I know. That's a mighty fine sword you have there. Thank you. Okay, look. It comes with the job. Uh, Mr. Green Warden, hmm. I just All want right. to apologize and say... With this, yes, the minute off. you... Yep, Howard, no. the minute you begin to speak, he walks over towards you, just so you mm-hmm. know. Yep. Okay? Wish yep. to keep speaking? Uh, Yeah. Hands okay. up, like, hey, no harm done, no harm, no foul type of a deal thing. Like, yeah, you know. Um, obviously, we got off on the wrong foot, and I was just trying to get your attention. I didn't kill him. Begins reaching but... in his pou- into a pouch in his pocket off the side of his pants. He's listening yep. to you. Yep. Please, please don't wrap me up in tree vines anymore. Um, I won't. I am willing to do whatever to make amends for your oasis and your... In your forest around here, I deeply apologize if I have meant any infraction against you. We were just trying to draw your attention. Understood. Walks over to you, Howard. Are you laying on the disc still? Or are you standing up or what? Yeah, I'm sitting on the disc. Sitting on the disc? He walks over to you and goes to grab at your, uh, goes to grab at your neck. Make a duck save. Okay. Forceful with intention. He's not stopping. Twenty, not natural. Twenty, not natural. Mm-hmm. Okay. He misses your neck. Quickly wraps his arm, his hand back around, and grabs your arm. And you see him uh, slap a. Uh, it's almost almost like remember those slap bracelets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of just one of those to your shoulder. And it is a, um, it is a, uh, something like a slap bracelet in thinness, but it is a giant long strand. It's almost like a giant strand of like a grown piece of grass blade. Okay. As it wraps around. There. Looks over at you, Finks. Well done. I hope he is worth it. So anyway, the task. Yes. There is a dragon. I look has... over Howard like really mad. <laughs> there is a dragon known as the Frigid Snap. It has been entering the forest and attacking the beasts and the game and the wild creatures. I need it to be killed. I was trying to take care of this on my own, hunting it and waiting for it to enter the forest when I felt the distress from the oasis, which brought me here, losing my advancements. I charge your party with the death of this dragon. Whether the dragon dies or he dies, 
The choice is yours. What do you say? I look over to Remus. Look for some some sort of uh, some sort of approval, or maybe not. Uh, so, clarification: but, Are our lives on the line here? Yeah. Go, go, so break, we'll break we'll break it and be like, all right. So what's up? Like if Howard if Howard dies, and we're just like, all right, later, and we run away. Is it over? We're good. We don't have to kill the dragon anymore. If the bot, if <laughs> are if we all they, we're all putting our lives on the line for this? Howard's gonna look at Fink's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, whether you all go and kill the dragon or his body or his dead body returns back to the oasis. We accept. And stays here. One condition. Yes. We would like you to get us out of this realm or wherever plane we're on and back to our own. Or at least the last one we were at. I've been to like four in the last what I assume is a month. <laughs> Telepathically, I'm going to talk to Finks real quick too, and be like, mm-hmm. um, "We, if we do take this on, we also need the help of Azov. If he can either find a way to bring him to us, or if we can find him, this I isn't going to work without him." Howard, I was going to ask for an Augie. Oh yeah, an Augie too. You might as well ask for both. Priorities are straight, guys. Three conditions. <laughs> uh, what do you we, wish? We, we request passage home. We request our friend Azov. And we request Inagi. I by no means have to send you home. That was not a part of the deal, of the demands. His life is your reward in killing the dragon. Persuasion check with advantage because the Augies are coming up to you, you mentioning them. All right, 22 and yeah. less than that. Well, still a little, so one of the natural. Um, perhaps if you return alive and one of them wishes to, to leave with you, that is their own choice. I am not their master. I am their protector. And protector, he just glares at Howard. He is death staring you with that. All right. Well, as for your friend, he is on his way. Yes. Perception checks. Natural one. No, he's not. Twelve. <laughs> uh, I got a perception. Thirteen. Thirteen. You see him pull his sword out and kind of wave it, kind of like uh, just in a in a spell casting fashion, and slams it into the ground. How it's going to back up? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take no mind to it. It's okay. You can he, your move since this. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid. He's he feels like you understand his motives now. You understand his authority. Slamming into the ground, you see a split in a split slightly. Not like 
large in the ground where his blade has in his cracks a little bit. And you start to hear almost like whatever he slammed into caused a riff in the forest. Is He'll find you. All right, very well. Wait, what does that mean? So, like, it's almost like... No, I, I'm asking in character. Oh. Like, I just see a giant rift appear in the in the, the, the front Ground. of me, and he's like, he'll find you. What do you mean? I've tapped into the magic of the forest. When he reaches it, he'll be able to reach you. So is this taking us to that dragon thing then? No. The dragon from here, and he begins to point in a direction. He goes, follow the forest until it reaches a tundra. You'll find the dragon there. Listen for its, listen for its calling. It's been inv- it's been crossing over from the say exact terms. It's only thing bad about not having it written. Uh, it has been crossing over from where the it's been crossing over from the Vale of the Long Night into our forest. I'm going to try to like wave and get his attention. Like hundred percent. Yeah. Thank thank you. I can talk again. No, Um, no, no. He looks over at you with your. Can't speak. Am I allowed to speak? Okay. No, he's not Uh, letting you, you you cannot verbally speak for all intents and purposes. This band is restricting your verbal. Okay. Your verbal, your verbal. Okay, that's fine. Motion. So then Can telepathically. Telepathically, yeah. I'll speak for you. Uh, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll talk to Finks then. Um, ask him what kind of dragon, if it's an ancient, a young one, what, how bad are we talking? Howard wishes to know what type of dragon this is, how old it is. Old? It is but a youngling, yet still vicious. Yeah. Howard also wants to know what color this dragon is. Well, it's made its home in the in the uh, in the Vale of the Long Night, which is a frigid tundra. So I would presume, if he knows anything about dragons, that he should prepare to meet a white dragon. Howard also wants to give most of his share of the dragon's horde to Finks once we're done killing it. I look around. Oh, now that's like, just absurd. I would like some of that share if we're doing getting Howard's share here. I'm sorry, I speak for Howard. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right, that's that's fair, I guess. So I was gonna be like uh, the entire meme where he's like, hmm? Howard. Well, I'll ask this more moving away from this guy. Uh, I guess we're going through this portal. Rift? Nope, no portal. Um, so just so what he did, so he, the sword in the ground kind of just was a, his way of casting and shifting the magic of the land. You don't see no portal or nothing. He just kind of points in the far direction of the forest and he lets you know that uh, you'll journey 
And you'll know you're close when the forest becomes wintry. And you'll know when you've crossed into the uh, the uh, long veil, the night veil, the veil of the long night, when you reach its tundra. Be wary of the pale prince, though, for his heart has grown cold, has drawn, has grown cold, and he does not take well to others entering his domain. This sounds familiar for this realm. Do we should we leave? Like, do we go now? Is why is it? I, I'm assuming everyone's pale in the cold, but like, is there? Leave like a crown or a name tag. Um. <laughs> wait, wait, so, what do you, uh, so like, are you asking like who? The... <laughs> I'm asking if if we do come across this guy, is there anything like distinguishing that will let us discern he is the pale prince? <laughs> uh, oh yes. Uh, first, you will see his icy, his icy castle, which he does not come down from likely, from, from often. But he will be aware of your presence. So make your presence there quick and swift. For if you spend too much time, he will come for you. And you don't want to go to his castle. For it is an icy fortress of death. You're going to telepathically to Finks again? Just to be clear, this is two separate entities, the dragon and the pale prince, right? The prince isn't a dragon, is he? Oh, no. No, no, no. The prince was a son of the queen of the summer court. His heart turned sour when a, when a, when a, uh, when a, when he became lustful for an individual and she said no to him, sent him on an depressive, icy state. He's taken up residence in the Vale of the Long Night. Is he friendly with this dragon? I do not know, for I do not leave the forest. You know a lot of gossip must... for someone that doesn't leave the forest. Most know of the Pale Prince. He is a... Uh... His mother and her court are welcomed guests here when they wish to be. Telepathy again uh, to Finks. And that doesn't freeze his plants around here? Like, I would think that would be uh, bad for the forest there. (laughs) I see this look on Howard's face as he's looking at things. We should leave now. Thanks isn't going to ask that question. Um, All right. So just basically what he kind of uh, uh, relays to you is it's white dragon. You're charged with killing it. It is a young dragon. It is to the northwest of the oasis and the forest, which is like a pine forest that you're in, it'll become a, uh, uh, a wintry. It'll just like, it'll start, you know, like a winter forest and you'll soon cross into a tundra. You'll find the dragon wherever you will be in that. He know he does not know where the dragon itself's lair is as he cannot leave the forest. If you, you wish think- to find help, <laughs> what was that? Do you think we'll go get to the wintry forest through a wardrobe? Probably not. 
Um, but um, good luck because he was merely trying to hunt it from it entering the uh, Fey Forest and you all disturbed it. So this dragon is now still out on the loose and he is not willing to go with you to kill it as he is staying by the oasis now, feeling that this is where he is needed most, knowing that you guys will go. Looking over at you, Howard, he goes, I'll know if you succeed or not. For if you die, that band will pull you here. And he looks over at the spot where the brambles cut up laying goes, and that is where you will return. I'm going to point to that area like... Mm-hmm. And not for nothing, can we get some of those teleporting bands too, or do you want the dragon to eat us? Do you wish to speak? I mean, I like speak. I, I just didn't know if you had a different version of it. Oh no, there is okay. no tell. These these bands are no magical item of teleportation. They are a oh. countermeasure. I'm so sorry. It's I, all. This place is kind of weird. Uh, do you have anything that'll help us or like, are you just going to scoot us off here? Like, I know you can't give us a sword or the stone you were wetting it with, but like, I don't you know if you got a potion on you. I, I don't know what it does. So I, I really have no use for it. I think Finks it might want it. It's but a, it's but a whetstone for sharpening a blade. How is, is, do you sharpen yours? I saw you pull it out. Not especially. No. I mean, I can't, can I, you mind if I borrow it real quick? Here, hands you over. It is a simple whetstone. All right, I'll, I'll sharpen my blade with it. Sure. Sharpen your blade. It's a nice sharp blade. All right. Yeah. Thank, thank you for the whetstone. I think we should really leave now. Yeah. He, um, basically pointed you in the right direction and says, you'll, you'll know when you've, when, uh, you look for a dragon, find and investigate and try and look for it. Uh, I have no equipment, no, no uh, further items to help you. Your friend chose to harm a creature of the oasis on his own. So too, you got, you shall must, you shall kill this dragon. How will we find you when we're done? Come back to the Oasis. If you get there, you should be able to find your way back here. You are knowledgeable of tracking. Are you not? I I mean, I'm not really. I'm an excellent tracker, Remus. I was just saying I wasn't. I'm sorry. You (laughs) are good. you, You do lead us the way well. Well, return here when you're done. And we will see about if an we'll see about how the Augies take your take to your presence. Then, um, Anthony, can I can I kind of leave something behind here um, mm-hmm. for like a locate object type spell, or just like memorize this bench we're sitting at, or something prominent of the oasis that we've seen both times? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to like, um, take a mental note so we can maybe hang um, our way back if need be. 
Yeah, we'll say uh, you t- you you uh, see a couple of the uh, stones that are sitting on the boulders that build up to this uh, little cascade, this like smaller uh, waterfall area. And looking over it, you see a very particular stone that uh, looks kind of uh, just just has this unique shape to it. And you go, all right, this this should do. And you just kind of just drop it in the water, hoping that it'll just stay in there. So you could return back. You guys begin your journey, start trekking in a northwestern direction. I'm gonna yes. thank the warden for his uh, for his mercy and uh, leave. Thanks. I'm assuming you guys have all shared names by this point. I haven't yet. You haven't. You although I have called name? you, although I have called you Remus in conversation, and I said, "Oh, then yeah, I, I haven't introduced myself formally, but I assume he knows." I guess he goes said, "But yeah, I think our names are all out there." So Nate, he looks over to you for the first time, now addressing you personally. Thanks. Don't thank me for mercy. Thank yourself, and thank your friendship for the wildlife. I take note of it. I'm going to make a quick little duplicate. Thank you, thanks. And then dispel it. Okay. Leave. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you begin uh, journeying off in the direction of the woods. Uh, he goes, be mindful for the dragon is entering the forest for hunting. It's a, it is attacking savagely. Savagely, which I'm not too fond of. Be on the lookout and good luck. Uh, You guys go off on your journey, start trekking. Do you guys do anything? At some point in between, yeah, I was going to say, at some point in between, uh, Howard's going to take one of the healing salves that he has just to mm-hmm. kind of buff up a little bit okay take a healing salve yep um i'll say if, if you don't want to waste a healing salve you guys could essentially say that that would that would have been a short rest i'll let okay, you save I'll, I'll let you I'll save a, i'll let you save a healing salve that was that was a very much he wouldn't have done, if you're re- relaxing and resting he wouldn't have paid attention to that he you're fine you'd learn you've learned you're learning your lesson he is speaking with finks he's speaking with remus um what did i no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know, man. You tell me. Uh, you guys begin off trekking. Make survival checks as you are trekking off. And what are you looking for? What are you doing amongst this? Every couple, guys- every couple steps, I want to see if it's any colder. For that direction. Okay. I got a twenty. I'm just trying to trudge along. Okay. I've got a strong 12. A strong 12. I'm going to be convinced I'm going the right way here. Uh, 10. Okay. Um, over the course of two or three hours, as it is now reaching four, five o'clock, maybe, you don't know exactly, because as you look up in the sky to try and, you know, it's been about a day's journey so far of you guys walking and having to de- having met with the Green Warden. It is slightly darker, 
but it never comes to complete nighttime, you notice, in your past day here. It sort of just gets that just to the point where the night sky is that low hue of pink. And then when you come to wake up in the morning, it is now vividly brighter. So it's slowly getting darker. And Azoth, make perception checks. Hmm. You ready? Yeah. Net 20 plus seven. You hear after two days of just of trekking as a ah. as a wolf, you hear yeah. a, as you see birds in the in the trees. I go towards it. Cool. I you just assume it. I love it. Uh, go towards it, and uh, you journey for another two or three hours, just full paced. Uh, well, you are, oh, snap. How many times can you be shape a day? Uh, technically, because I do have that bracelet of quick change, I can get three. Okay. I can get three and then they would recharge after a rest. Okay. Um, throughout the course of expending your B shapes, you pick up speed, uh, as a wolf just, <laughs> You guys see, just as it's hitting 4.30, 5 o'clock, about two or three hours past leaving the warden, this wolf come rushing up with a bony skull-looking mask on its face with these runic glowing carvings on its paws. You come walking up. Uh, You can see a small, slight mohawk on the wolf's head uh, approach. Azoth, you see uh, your party. Found your friends. Oof. You guys are in a pine deciduous forest. The grass is still have this glimmering hue to it with a wondrous luster. Almost. Make survival checks. And make perception checks in the same time, in the same moment. Sixteen twenty-two. Eighteen survival, sixteen perception. I got a six and an eight. Seven and a six. All right, you guys all see Azoth clearly running up on you as likewise as he sees you all. Um what, what, real quick, what were the survival um, survival checks? 16. 16. Good. 7. Okay. 6. Got it. 18. Okay. Um, Remus and Howard, I need you to make wisdom saving throws as you're wandering off, seeing this wolf approach, going, all right, maybe we're on to, in the right direction. Kind of Looking around. 14. Okay. Nine. Strong nine. Strong Strong. nine. You begin (laughs) to feel a sense, sense of something is watching you creep again back into your head, but slowly wash away as your party is now reunited together. Uh, What do you guys do? 
is five o'clock, approaching a supper-ish time. Uh, I say, hey guys. Um, word has it you're gonna die, and then there's this huge party that's going on too. <laughs> oh. Well, I have a slight correction. You're, you're, we signed you up too. So I'm going to die too. So, I mean, it's all fair that we also get invited to your party. Oh yeah. 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 There's a long line though. So, I mean, if we, uh, if we, uh, if we don't die, we can go party. Huge party. Party of the season. Party first. Better chance of getting to the party that way. Actually, Anthony, are we on a are we on a time crunch here? You can tell. I'll say he didn't exactly give you a time crunch, but I'll say he stressed the urgency that this is what you are meant to do, or else your friend dies. There is no do it as you please. It is if you wish for him to not die right now, you're gonna go do this. What I miss? How 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 much? Why why isn't he not? Oh, I'm gonna telepathically talk to Azov. Yeah, so I I can't talk verbally, but I can still talk to you in your mental. And we need to go fight a dragon. Let's do it. Yeah. Quick note though, and then how does that actually work? Do I it one at a time, or do I have? Can I do to everybody? Hold on. Mm. all right so it says like i can speak to any creature within 30 feet does that include like everybody if i see them all anthony or do Mm. i have to do it like one at a time how would you rule that um see it's it's in your features right now i'm looking at your page right now because i had a feeling you were going there awaken Um, mine Let me double check real quick because this this is a big difference because this is a that's a very powerful spell like effect that's just right. straight up. Um, we can mind. Okay. Let's see real quick. No, not there. While he's checking this out, why don't you awaken your mind to Oogie Games at 2406 Military Road at Niagara Falls. Uh, Go check them out. Buy, use new uh, games. Check them out. Oogie Games. Sell your games. Repair your games. Oogie Games. Oogie I like Oogie Games. I got a PS2 from Oogie Games. Nice. I'm playing it. What are you playing? uh, Burnout 3. Ooh. Very nice. Very, very nice. All right. So I'm going to call it, unless we can find it, rules is written that it states it otherwise, just because Mm -hmm. like telepathy is like, that's a specific feature, like something that uh, Remus can do, like with the Awakened, like with him. That's very specific to where it, designates this many people 
your awakened mind is a one is a two way with one at a time, or or, or is, is it's one way with okay, uh, it's fair enough, one person because or else that's going to become broken because at that yeah, point, yeah. you know, okay, no, that's fair enough. So I'll I'll basically catch Azoth up on what kind of happens. I try to gain the attention of the warden by almost drowning in Augie, not fully. I brought him back just to be clear, but apparently the warden doesn't see it that way. So um, now we are sent on a quest to go kill a dragon and make uh, penance for my mistake. And you can't talk. And I can't verbally talk. It's all mental. At the moment, real quick. You don't know what an Augie is, by the way. Mm, yeah, yeah, okay. You, you have no idea that is. Yeah, I'll just, oh, I'll, I'll just those are the head. little raptor thingies that was following us, the chickens. Oh, these things. And I'll, I'll pull out the, the feather and the dust from my bag. Yeah. yeah oh. Just mm-hmm. don't let the warden see you with that. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hide it. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, Remus. You guys good? I think so. Good. Okay. I think we're going to kill a dragon. Oh, Howard, I know you can't talk, but do you think the frigid woe antidote would help us at all against this weird prince guy or the dragon? I was thinking that, but I don't know, because I think that's just specific for this curse. Why is his mouth moving? (laughs) (laughs) And then I realized that I'm like... Old habits. Mental. Yeah, mentally. Um, I don't know. I was thinking that, but I think that's just specific to that curse. Wait, there's a prince? He's apparently really sad because some girl didn't like him. And now he's staying in the lone night, or the long night The uh, The night of the long veil. Night of the long veil. Veil of the long night. Veil of the long night. I had that backwards. But yeah, he's... uh, he might see us, so we have to like sneak in to get the dragon. Or I don't know. I I just thought of this now. What if we just kind of stake out the fringe of the the two forests and just try and bait the dragon to us? But then we can't get the treasure. You make a good point. Or I'm going to telepathically to Finks. Finks, you can speak for me. What if this is a tale as old as time? We find his lover that rejected him. And we convince her to fall in love with him. It'd be like a a beauty type woman dealing with an ice cold beast. And if you can warm his heart enough to with a cool island song, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) maybe we could uh, fix that. Um, I would want to find a beautiful lady. Who's his girlfriend? He told me a lot of things. I don't quite remember the rest of it. Apparently, everyone but us knows in this realm that some girl broke his heart. That he, I don't, we didn't, we didn't get a name. Uh, Finks, though, I, I don't know what the lady has to do with this. I feel like we can just follow the dragon back to its lair, maybe if we lure it here and then follow back so we get the treasure still and then kill it. Okay, I like this plan now. Or back to Finks again. You can relay this to the group. If the warden can't leave the forest we can who's to say we have to kill the dragon we can just leave the forest and then try to find another way out of here i don't what but treasure okay that's what do you think what about the treasure? yes we're, oh it's we're being selfish what's he want 
<laughs> I'm gonna his, his telepathically to re- this is gonna get annoying real fast. I'm gonna try to yeah, it, it totally is. I know, man. Um, I, 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 I know, game, just so you know, Finks is going to miscommunicate just about everything he can. So yep, yep, uh, be wary. Checks out. Finks, <laughs> uh, what do you mean he? We're going to get the treasure. What's Howard being selfish about? All right, so I'm telepathically gonna tell Remus oh. like. Okay, what if the warden only has like he's stuck in the forest basically? He said he wanted so, to not get the treasure. And if we can leave the if we can leave the forest, the warden can't get to us from there, and then we can just find another way out and not have to deal with the dragon. I uh, can I think back to you? Is that how this works, or do you? Is it one way, or is it like walkie talkie? Um, I, I mean, think either... it's just I think it's just one way. You can understand what I'm saying to you telepathically, but okay, I'm just gonna talk out. out loud at you then. Yeah. Um, but what about that thing that's on you that's supposed to bring you back to those thorns? Like, won't he... Okay. I'm still talking... I'm just going to talk at him still. Uh, <laughs> but can- won't that... He know where you are? Like, I don't know how... I don't know how that works. I don't know how to get rid of that. It looks like it's on pretty good there. Would I know I how either. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Okay, hold on. Real quick, I retract that. It is one way. Yeah. I misread something. It is clearly one way. But would um would I have any idea as to the uh thing if it's druidic or uh whatever in nature? Yeah. On his arm? Yeah. Make um I'll let you make a nature check if you wish okay. to. Or because of the style of druid of you being an alkalite, I'll let you make a religion check too if that's different if you wish to. But nature or religion. It's both the same. Mm. Uh none that 20. This looks similar to like kind of like a druidic magic where it's this is a piece of grass essentially. There's nothing constructed about this. There is nothing. It's not like a wizard cast a spell and put some magical components. It's more or less whatever this is is imbued with the energy from like the ground and like the forest and like nature itself. And it uh Similar to tr- druidic magic. Hmm. We better not mess with that. Um, but do you think there's a way it could go away? Like, do you think if, because his plan is to leave through another plane of whatever area we're in, do you think that if we leave through another way, it'll go with it or stay here or he'll get hurt? It's, it's this, this looks very high leveled. He is literally one with nature right now, and, and nature is everywhere. He, he is bonded with nature. Well, that's balls. It's clear tether. To where you don't know directly, Azoth, but he's clearly bonded and tethered to something. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, I guess we should probably go kill this dragon. Then. You killed a dragon before, though, didn't you? I got very, very lucky. I happened to have a very elusive compound that turned the dragon to gold because our other person... Yes, I know this all sounds crazy. This other person in our party slid a, oh, like a slit in the front of its neck and I just dumped the potion in and just turned gold all the way around. I don't have any more of those potions, though. That's why you have the icy thing, though. The blue death. That's what you're on the same page as me too. 
Except I was thinking use the antidote because they're cold things. But I like I like using the potion first of the frigid woe. Let's go. I could try that, but I don't know if he's resistant to the cold. Telepathically to Remus. For sake of brevity, we'll say that Howard, when you speak, just just say who you are speaking to, and we'll just assume that they relay. Unless <laughs> unless Remus is like, no, I'm gonna fuck with him too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you say what you want, but we All can right. say that if you want to, it is easy enough. Sure. Okay. Yep. Oh, this is fun. But in character, if you feel like you would say otherwise, please, by all means. If anything's like too lengthy, I'm gonna lose parts of it. Maybe important parts, maybe not. If anything is advantageous to me, I may or may not try to get away with it. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That's why Finks is getting Howard's treasure from this dragon horde. Mm-hmm. Howard looks oh. at them both again like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, um, before we wrap up, let me say, are you guys betting down? It is roughly, I'll say, uh, time scale. It feels something like five, five thirty ish. Would you travel more? Or would you be like, "This is enough for today"? Um, decide this. Is Azoth tired? He's been running for many days. <laughs> I could probably use a good night's sleep. And we could stop here. I could yeah. too. We'll rest early. All right. Um, you are in the middle of a pine forest with these giant trees that are, but the trunks that are 25 feet around some, 30 feet around some, 50 feet around now as you're getting a little bit more out of uh, where the uh, oasis is. Any specific thing that you guys would bed down or set up camp? What are you guys doing to set up camp? Uh, Howard would probably set up his little bedroll. Um, but at some point he's going to look at the siphon dagger mm-hmm. and I don't know if I've mentioned about attuning to it or if it is something to attune to how it's going to try to attempt that. Okay. Um, you can attempt to, let me see real quick. Let me look at your character sheet. Most mm-hmm. positive. You can, uh, attempting to attune to it. Uh, you are unable to attune to it. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if attunement would tell you. Would you be able to? Oh no, you. Uh, yeah, no, you wouldn't know. You just you try to attune to it, and unfortunately, you don't uh, feel anything coming from it. Okay. Do you have the pendant or the necklace on with you? I have the necklace as well. I have two necklaces, and I have two of the daggers. Okay. Um. No, but I had them in my coats because at that time I didn't want anybody to know it's part of the siphons. All right. No, no attunement is connected. Okay. Uh, let me see your spells real quick. What do you know? Yeah. No, no attunement. Okay. Okay. Um, where are you guys bedding down? Are you guys underneath the tree, out in the open? Are you trying to make a tent or a camp? Or what are you guys doing as far as a setup? Because you guys are out in the forest. Before, you guys always had a kind of a place to stay. This is one of the first times you guys are just out there. So what are you guys doing? Because you're out in the open. Essentially, you're out. It'd be like you guys going out camping in the Adirondacks and being like, we're going to sleep here. What are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> you're out in the forest. Are there any, like, caves or, like, overhangs or anything like that? Make a... Make perception check as you're looking around for something. 
Um, 20. A 20. Uh, so looking around, you don't see any caves here, unfortunately. Um, you see these, the pine trees that are there. Uh, the, the pine tree is the bottom of like where the, like the branches shoot out are roughly 30 feet up from where you all are. So you possibly could be under a pine tree. Um, but apart from that, that's just kind of the only bit of an overhang of uh, like a uh, top shelter that you would have. Anything we could like hypothetically climb up and stay in a tree. Anything accommodating to that? They're all pine trees. I mean, you can most certainly try to climb a pine tree, but uh, you have to just kind of deal with them. Maybe have, we'll have to break some branches and uh, clear away some pines. The, the branches off the pine trees are pretty thick. Like you could easily make your way up there, but pine needles. So that would be an issue that you'd have to take care of. Right. Do you I'm wish to try make- and... Go on. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just rest up against the base of the tree where it, uh, you know, comes down to the ground. I'll find a spot and just kind of curl up and lay down into it. Cool. Like a like a, a little hole. Like a deer. Got it. All right. You kind of sit down, pop a squat, start grinding. Gah, start kind of like st- stamping and stomping your feet into the ground and kind of just pushing it out enough so you kind of make a little bit of like a spot for yourself and just kind of get nice and tight and. You're cozy. Thanks. Did you want to try and climb a tree so you're not on the ground? No, I'm going to dig a hole kind of like under a, a root a little bit. Okay. We're running off that 20. Uh, you find on the opposite side of the tree from where Azoth had kind of positioned, there's this big gnarly root, uh, a series of roots, a couple of them actually kind of coming, uh, kind of like growing up and out of the ground. And there is a little bit of like a burrow or a nest already there set. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, it doesn't look like it's being used currently, too. So it's kind of like, ooh, something may have used it at one point, but it's empty. Well, either way. Okay. What's everyone else doing? Howard, are you just bed rowing it, bed rolling it next to Azoth or next to Finks? Um, yeah, he'll set the bed roll up like near the group, but he's going to kind of walk off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not too far away or anything, and he's going to attempt to do a dispel magic on the band thingy on him, and see if that does anything. Okay, this is just him being like curious to see like what he can try to get away with or do. Okay. Oh, hold on. Uh, while he's walking away, um, since we get we get after long rest spell slots and everything, kind of like everything goes back to zero, right? Like anything yeah, else. it resets after a long mm-hmm. rest. So as he starts to walk off, I'll um, I'm going to cast Pass Without a Trace on Howard, just to kind of okay. give him a little bit extra sweet buff. Okay, you um, see the um, pass is that from your circle? No, that's uh, not or is that from the book? Wood elf, wood elf magic. It's part of World my. Elf. Okay, all good. Um, feeling kind of connected to this uh forest slightly being a wood elf um you kind of put your hand out a little bit and kind of just do a little bit of an incantation and moving of your hand and you see some of these leaves kind of just 
brush up across, brush up on the ground and kind of covering the past, uh, the path of where Howard was walking from the little bit that he was making. And you feel that he's a little bit more hidden. And if there were any animals or any creatures in sight, they may not look at him. We'll say just for the magic's sake, they're not going to look, notice him. Remus, what are you doing while this is all happening? I'm just going to sleep under a pine tree. I'm just going to sleep. Are you sitting next to Finks or Ho- Finks or Azoth? Uh, They're was... underneath one of the trees. Are you going to a different tree? Or I'll go to the same, same tree. Same, same tree. tree. Sweet. There's three dudes under a tree. No, what can go wrong? Um, go to get under the tree. Is anyone doing anything for like a camping or like a night routine or anything while Howard is doing this? No. Give Howard a little kiss on the, the forehead and tuck him in. <laughs> See, well, he's walking away. <laughs> Howard, yeah. you go to cast Dispel Magic. Real quick. It requires a verbal and somatic component. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch town population, you bro. (laughs) Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So as you go to cast it, there's a kind of realization of you can't speak the verbal components to a spell currently. If only you were a sorcerer. If only. It's okay. So feeling frustrated after he realizes he's going to grab out the siphon dagger, knowing that he's not attuned to it, he's still Mm going to try to attempt to cut it off of him and see if that does anything. I'll let you make an attack roll at it. Okay. If you want to. But if you fail, it gets a little dangerous. Or if you want, you can try to carefully slide up the dagger and use a dex check. I'll well, let you do That's basically what I'm doing. Like, I'm just trying to, like, slide it through to see if just, I can, like, t- pop it or whatnot. Okay. Being careful. Um, like, I'm trying to... He's trying to test his limits to see, like, how far he can get away with it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, it's just, like, a regular dagger, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's a nine. Nine. Um, you slide... The dagger up underneath your arm, and you go to cut and try to snip the branch uh, or this like band of leaf that is wrapped around. Mm-hmm. And as you go to cut uh, at, at it, you either it's not so much a you cut and you just missed, it was more like you went to go cut, and the band was just so. Like it's almost like cutting at a steel or not a steel, almost like a like okay. a nylon that won't slice. Like you cannot cut it. Gotcha. And you take second to get the dice. It's a lot of dice. Oh, I know it is. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Missing one. Hold on. Where's my D4? Oh, I want to... Oh, there it is. I use my druid... My my forest dice. As you take... 
five, eight, uh, 13, 18, 19 points of damage as the band tightens and and, uh, becomes significantly more tighter on your arm. Okay. So Howard will realize, be like, okay, for now, he'll revisit it later. He'll put the knife uh, dagger away, go back to his bedroll, and turn in for the night. I will let you know that although... um, It does. It uh, it causes the pain as it tightens. The pain is not constant, but you take note that the band does not loosen. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yep. So, so he's going to realize and then try to revisit it at another time. Aww. But he's going to go to bed for now. Awesome. So, as you go back and lay down and head to bed, as everyone else is slowly winding down for the night, we wrap up this session, guys, and we will pick up there next week as you guys begin to trek and, I don't know, maybe you guys encounter a white dragon. We'll see what happens. Till then, guys, I was your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you so much for uh, joining in, tuning in, watching this on our YouTube, uh, listening to via podcast, via uh, through all your favorite podcasting apps, which guys, I, listen, as we're saying this, just we're breaking this right now. And I just want to let everyone know we had an amazing month last month of listeners. Everyone that is tuning in and checking out with this campaign, this is phenomenal. And thank you all so much. All the listeners, all the viewers, um, YouTube views are slowly raising. Uh, if you're listening to this, you know what? Head on over to YouTube, hit subscribe. And watch an episode. It's a lot more fun to watch them. You can listen to them too, but you're only getting half of the experience. Um, but, you know, thank you so much for all of our listeners, all the subscribers that are returning. We're off to a strong start already in this month, and I am so impressed and happy and proud of all of you guys, as well as my players, putting in the time and effort with this. Uh, thank you, guys, my players. You guys rock. And I wouldn't be able to do this without you guys and without our faithful listeners and viewers. Um, Till then, guys, please, please uh, keep keep watching, keep hitting subscribe, and check us out. I was your Dungeon Master, Anthony. I'm going to let the players and uh, them sign off because this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Azoth, you go first. Oh, hey, uh, Twitter. Uh, follow me uh, on Twitter, at Podcasters Azoth. I, I, I can be witty at times. Okay, there you go. Podcasters, at Podcasters Azoth. Uh, Finks. All right. You guys could follow Finks at Podcasters Finks on Twitter. Um, you can follow me for some miniature painting at Phoenix Forge on Instagram. And that's pretty much all of my places to be followed for now. Perfect. Remus. Uh, I'm Remus. I'm Ricky Coates. Uh, you can follow Remus at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Rick underscore Coates. Uh, my big news is a recent D and D themed music video for a song coming out on Keep Flying's newest album, Survival. The song's called "They Never Lie Down." I had the pleasure of being the DM for the video, which was interesting for me. And I pictured a lot of my friends while I was doing it, just what they would do during the campaign. So that was fun for me. Um, 
but that's only on YouTube right now. So check it out if you got a chance. And if if I'm able to, I should be able to link it, I believe, somewhere, right? In the YouTube video? Ooh. I've never done uh, it before. I think yes, I can link to us. So. I think I can yes. link to us. If anyway, yeah. Put in the description. there's a link below, guys. There's a link to it below, if anything. There's a link somewhere. Check it out. Check it out. Um, and uh, to wrap us up with our players, uh, Howard, please sign us off. Howard, you can follow Howard on Twitter um, at PodcastersH. Uh, you can find my Arts and Doodles on Facebook and uh, Instagram, Ratfink Arts. Uh, and then you can check me out as we do our little spinoff shows, I guess they're called. Uh, yeah. One for podcasters, uh, Roll for Wisdom, and me and Anthony talk D&D. Uh, but we are not professionals, so don't add no. us. And uh, my other side show with uh, Chris, uh, Saturday Night Movie Store, um, where we just like to talk movies. So check them out. All at the BICBP Network. Yeah, guys, check them out at BICBP-radio.com. And I do want to let everyone know before we uh, do sign off, you can get us on Instagram at podcasters underscore tabletop gaming, as well as Facebook at, it's a little different, and it is called, oh, I I hate this Facebook app, guys, the pages. Uh, (laughs) See, it's loading up. It's podcasters tabletop gaming on facebook so please check our pages out give them a like give them a follow and hey did you also know that we have a teespring and the link is below so if you wanted to help support the youtube and the the campaign pick up a t-shirt you know howard designed one i I think the the warlock eldritch blast shirt is actually pretty awesome so uh why don't you all go pick that up and see you guys next week Till then, keep rolling.